Whoa, B, why are you shouting? I'm sorry! I mean... I'm sorry. What gives, B? Well, I was reading about our two famous figures for today. Aretha Franklin, one of the greatest singers of all time, and Marvel Comics co-creator Stan Lee. And I must have gotten carried away between reading comic book sound effects like POW! ZAP! And some of Aretha's number one hits like RESPECT! And THINK! THINK. That's the song where the chorus is like, FREEDOM! Freedom? Freedom! Freedom. Freedom. Yeah! Freedom! Well, boom, snap, boom, let's start the show. Here we go. What do you think you know about the greats from history? The game is on. Get some energy and buckle up your brain, cause it's time to play. It's the Who Was Podcast, cause it's time to play the Who Was Podcast. From Tongaland, or so-called SoCal, Los Angeles, welcome to Who Was, the history quiz show that gives contestants the chance to win mega prizes and podcast glory. I'm your announcer, B, the Tool Man Taylor, and here's your host. He came in fifth in an Elliot Kalen look-alike contest. It's Elliot Kalen. Thank you, B. I'm going to try again next year and see if I can get higher up in the rankings of looking like myself. And welcome, everyone, to the Who Was podcast. This show is a lot like Jeopardy, only with surprise guests, silly games, and more ghosts in the studio. Thank you. That was one of the ghosts. Our contestants were sent Who Was books about two great figures from history. Now they're here to show off their knowledge in the hopes of winning fantastic prizes. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Today's subjects are Aretha Franklin and Stan Lee. But before we get to know them, let's get to know our contestants. First up, we have Molly. Molly, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello. I'm Molly. I do gymnastics. I started when I was four, and I have two scars. Are the scars from gymnastics, or were you, like, wrestling dinosaurs and things like that? No, I got, like, one on my, like, right here when I was one, and then I got one right here when I was four, and I was trying to help him the teacher, and I fell. Oh, wow. Look, no good deed goes unpunished, truly. That's that's what we've learned. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll try not to give you any more scars during the game. Yeah, emotionally or physically, right. <laughs> but I can't promise you. It's it's an exciting game. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Thanks, Molly. And then up next, we have Maddie. Maddie, please tell us more about yourself. Hello, I am Maddie. I'm 11 and a half-ish. I really like history. I know, I mean... Even my mom says I know more than most adults do. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I am. And I have deep, dark shower thoughts. So if you want to know some, contact me and I'll give you some. It's good that you know a lot about history because that's the subject of our show today, history. That's right. Did you know that, that we were going to talk about history today? Oh, my God, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I get the sarcasm. Okay, thanks, Maddie, I get it. Okay, now I know that these are some tough customers that we're going to be dealing with today. We've got scars and dark shower thoughts. We're ready. Scars and sarcasm. That's what we're, that's what we've got coming at us today. All right. Scarscasm. So okay, that's our band. It's called Scarscasm, and uh, we're probably a metal band. We'll figure it out later. Thank you both of you for being on the show, and thank you to Eric, our musician, for providing that lovely Meet the Contestants music, as well as all the music here on today's show. We learned who is. Now let's find out who was Aretha Franklin with four fast facts. Four 
fast guys. Aretha Franklin was known as the Queen of Soul. She is the winner of 18 Grammys. She was the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She pioneered mixing gospel and pop music for the civil and women's rights movements. Four Fast Facts. And that's four Fast Facts. Those facts were fast and there was four of them. Aretha also has an asteroid named after her. 249516 Aretha. Move over 8675309 Jenny. Thank you, B, for that reference to Tommy Two Tone's 1981 one hit wonder song. Kind of strange he had two tones, but only one hit. <gasps> Aretha Franklin? Ooh. Hello, everyone. It's me, Aretha Franklin. I came here by way of the Who Was app. Eric, in the key of D, please. Uh, uh, well, Aretha Queen, the song is in the key of G, actually. Eric! I have an asteroid named after me. Play me it. Okay, 12, 4, 6, catorce. Who was I? You want to meet someone in the past. All you need is the who was I? Who was I? Oh, that was amazing. I never knew there was so much emotion in the Who Was app jingle. Yes. I know. So, Aretha, I understand that uh, legally you can't sing any of your previously recorded songs for us today on the show. That's right. There's a lot of legal red tape there. But I thought you could help us out by singing some questions in our next game. What do you say, will you? My handbag is on the table. That means... Let's do this. And let's move on to our first game. It's called B-Sides. B-Sides. So speaking of history, back before we were all streaming music on our phones and computers and stuff, people listened to music on records, which had two sides. The A-side usually had the hit song on it, and the B-side was another song that was less well-known, but the record had two sides. You gotta put a song on there. We found some of Aretha's unrecorded lyrics to songs she was writing. In this game, you need to listen to the lyrics and tell us who from her life Aretha is singing about. All right, you guys both got it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, because Molly, you are up first. She sang with passion and a beautiful voice. She threw a church hat on the ground and said she had no choice. Mm, She threw her church hat on the ground. Was Aretha talking about A, Clara Ward, B, Carmen Sandiego, or C, Billie Holiday? C? That's close. It's another famous singer, but unfortunately the answer is A, Clara Ward. She was a gospel singer that Aretha got to know through her church, and she was an early inspiration for Aretha as a young singer. But nice try. Maddie, you're up next. Let's hear another song. If my father needs my help, I will always go to sing for civil rights. It's an honor I know. If my father needs my help is a key phrase there. Were the lyrics in this B-side about A, Ted White, B, C.L. Franklin, or C, Smokey Robinson? C.L. Franklin. You're right. It's C.L. Franklin. That's Aretha's father. He was known for his million-dollar voice. He was a minister of the new Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan. was very active in the civil rights movement. Okay, the next question is for Molly. Molly, let's listen carefully. He said that stole my soul. He was right all 
Beautiful. Beautiful. Who is Aretha quoting there? Who said that Aretha stole his song? Was it A, Otis Redding, B, Marvin Gaye, or C, Clive Davis? A, I know that's wrong. You got it, Molly. You got it. Yeah, the answer is A, Otis Redding. He wrote and was the first person to record the song Respect, but Aretha's version became a civil rights and women's liberation anthem. It won two Grammys. The Library of Congress added it to the National Recording Registry. She made that song her own. Sorry, Otis, it is not your song anymore. It's Aretha's now. That's right. I stole it from Otis. Thank you, Miss Molly. You got it correct, girl. Good job. And the final question in the round is for Maddie. Let's hear one more beautiful song from the Queen of Soul. Oh, so stirring. Makes me, it makes me want to salute the flag. Who was she singing about in this song? Whose inauguration did Aretha sing at? Was it A, George Bush, B, Bill Clinton, or C, Barack Obama? Um, I'm going to say Clinton. I did. Hey! Yep, she did. That's right. And you know what? It was kind of a trick question. She also sang at Barack Obama's also, but she sang at Clinton's first. And she sang at Jimmy Carter's inauguration. She's one of those rare performers who has performed at multiple presidential inaugurations. Uh, B, how many presidential inaugurations have you have you sung at? Have I sung at? Yeah. Uh, officially? Yeah. Zero. Unofficially? <laughs> Twelve. Don't worry about how old I am and how that math adds up. <laughs> yeah, but you like to just show up in the crowd and sing at things. Yeah. All right, the needle has left the record. Thus ends B-Sides. That was a great round, everybody. And we got to hear such amazing music. Nice work. And producer Jane will tally up the scores right after this short break. Welcome back to the Who Is podcast. Jane, will you please give us those scores? Maddie is ahead by double the points that Molly has. That sounds bad, but it's not. Maddie has two points. Molly has one. This is anybody's game. Jane, you put me in such amazing suspense with the way you just described that score. That was astounding. Thank you. Elliot! Uh, Yes, Aretha? I have an idea. Uh, Please, go ahead, Aretha. Any idea you have, I want to hear. Me too. I sang about respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, because it was something very important to me. I always tried to live by that word. I'm wondering if the contestants can share a word that means a lot to them, and maybe we can improvise a song with Eric. Ooh, guys, what do you think, contestants? Would you mind sharing something that's important to you so you can hear the Aretha Franklin sing about it? (laughs) Sounds good. Maddie, what's like a word that means a lot to you that maybe Aretha and Eric can build a song around? Um, history. History. Oh my 
Bravo. Amazing. Oh, wow. You know, physics used to be my favorite subject in school, but now I think it's history. Mm -hmm. Wow. Molly, what about you? Do you have a, a word or a phrase that means a lot to you that maybe we could uh, have Eric and uh, Aretha improvise a song about? Family. Family. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I know. Astounding. I do need a kidney, so I will be hitting your family up. Oh, call, call us. We are all old, universal. <laughs> so uh, come on, come to Detroit. We got you. The Franklins are very generous with their organs that way. That's right. Those were such beautiful songs and such great words that you suggested. I, I, if I was asked that question and someone said, what's a special word for you? I would have been like, uh, I, uh, soup. I don't know. And then... Soup, soup. inspiring. I'm now hungry for soup. <laughs> I love history and I appreciate my family. Oh, well good. Thank you all for having me. And thank you again. Who was asked? Thank y'all. Amazing. Oh, wow. That was astounding. That app is fantastic, isn't it? It truly, truly is. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, Maddie is in the lead at the moment, but it's still anyone's game. And now, let's look at our other great figure from the past. That's right, Stan Lee. Here's four fast facts. Four fast facts. Stan Lee was the head of Marvel Comics. He's in the Will Eisner Hall of Fame for comic book writers. He co-created many characters, including Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Iron Man. And he was instrumental in bringing comic books to the big screen. Four fast facts. And that's four fast facts. Okay, contestants. You know how superheroes always have a catchphrase? Like, uh, Spider-Man's like, it's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And the Hulk is like, Hulk smash. And Captain America doesn't really have one. I guess he says Avengers assemble sometimes, but you get what I'm saying. I'm wondering, if you were a superhero, what would your catchphrase be? Uh, maybe it could incorporate the word you just talked about with Aretha, but it, it doesn't have to. Uh, Molly, what would your catchphrase be as a superhero? If I had to choose one, it would be like, Never give up, like if I was saving the world or something. That's great. That's fantastic. So you would you would leap in gymnastically and say, never give up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Maddie, what about you? If you were a superhero, what would your catchphrase be? What would you shout as you leapt into the fray? Um, I would say nothing personal, kiddo. Nothing <laughs> personal, kiddo. Okay, great. <laughs> I like that you're keeping it professional as a superhero. You don't want anyone's feelings to be hurt. This is just the way the game is played. Here's another question. So... Spider-Man, one of Stan Lee's greatest co-creations, was bitten by a radioactive spider. That's how he got his powers. If you were bitten by a radioactive animal, mm. what would it be? What kind of radioactive animal would you want to be bitten by? And it would give you their powers. 
Um, I would say probably like a monkey, so like I could gain the knowledge of actually enjoying bananas. Okay, if you don't like bananas now, you would like to enjoy them, and that radioactive monkey would give you the power to enjoy bananas. Yes. Molly, if you were bitten by a radioactive animal, what would you want it to be? Well, what came in my mind when you asked the question was a chipmunk. Oh. Okay. And then maybe because, like, then I can run fast because I always see them, like, running up trees and stuff. I like that. They're very fast. Yeah, you'd have the the amazing proportional speed of a human-sized chipmunk. I would say a ladybug. Okay, and why is that? They seem super chill, and um, you know, I I I'm just always I'm I'm a lot of energy, so I would like to chill out a little bit and understand how to just you know pass some time in the garden. Yeah. What about you, Elliot? I think I would like to be bitten by a radioactive squid, so that if anyone's bothering me, I can just throw ink in their face and run away. That's great. I guess I could do that now. Now that I think about it. I was just. <laughs> I was like, whenever I see you, you're never without your ink well. For exactly that reason. So now I know. Elliot, this is especially exciting for you because you have actually written comic books. That's true. I have written books uh, and stories for the Black Panther, for Spider-Man, for Wolverine. You know, I think it's great that you're talented enough to write comic books and come and co-host my show. Uh, uh, B, I'm the host of the show. Says who? Says you. And you announced me as the host at the top of every episode. Okay, well, we'll see about that. We'll see what my age agent has to say about that. Morty, if you're listening, give me a call. I still got the landline. Now, can we get on to the next game, please? Yes, please. Okay, this game is called True Believer. Face front, true believer, for lo, another awe-inspiring game cometh your way. This is it, folks, the one you've been waiting for. Um, what? B, Stanley was known for his dramatic, bombastic writing style. Everything was amazing, incredible, uncanny, and absolutely alliterative in the mighty Marvel manner. So in our next segment, True Believer, I will describe his life in the same senses-shattering style, and our contestants will tell us if what we're saying is terrifically true or feloniously false. Okay, to clarify, this is true or false with some really fun, flourishy words. You can always ask for clarification because honestly, it would help me out. <laughs> Elliot, take it away. Maddie, Stan Lee made his epic entrance into the world with the majestic moniker Stanworth Marvelton Lee for the third, eldest son to a billionaire inventor. True or false? False. You are correct. That is false. So Stan was born Stanley Martin Lieber to poor Romanian immigrants Jack and Celia Lieber. Next question is for Molly. Molly, young Stanley commenced his iconic career in the comics cosmos as the electrifying errand boy for Goodman, the uncle with the power to publish pulse-pounding periodicals. True or false? False. So that was actually true. He was only 16 when he began working for his uncle at the company that he would someday run as Marvel Comics. Next question is for Maddie. Maddie. And lo, there came a cataclysmic clash of countries, World War II, in which Soldier Stan was one of an elite team of wild and woolly wordsmiths deeded the dynamic designation playwright. True or false? True. That is correct. True. Stan was one of only eight people to be an official U.S. Army playwright. Another one was Dr. Seuss. Next question, Molly. Molly. 
In his bibliophilic boyhood, that means he likes books, Smiling Stan learned that the stories with the most powerful prose, delicious drama, and memorable morals were those told with complete super seriousness and no humor at all. True or false? I don't know. Okay, so basically this question is asking, did Stan Lee write only very serious comics? Oh, false? That is correct. So he learned stories he loved most had jokes in them, and as an adult, the humor in his work would help set his stories apart as something special. And that, my engaging, elegant, excitable, educated, erudite adversaries, is the end of that game. Oh, there are a lot of words in that game, were there? Truly. Well, truly. let's get some numbers instead. Jane, what are the scores? Well, nothing personal, kiddo. But Maddie has four points, and Molly has two. But the game is still anyone's to win. Ooh, amazing. I can't wait to find out more about Stanley and Aretha Franklin and what they have in common. Well, you're in luck, because that's up after the break. Hey, who wasers? Want to make a shout out to your own favorite person in history, famous or unfamous? Do you think your sourdough recipe is better than ours? Would you like to tell us your craziest dream? What I'm trying to say is we want to hear from you. So send us an email or voice memo at the who was podcast at gmail.com. When the clock is started. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today's episode is all about the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, and Marvel Comics founder, Stan the Man Lee. Before the break, Molly had two points and Maddie had four points. Back to you, Elliot. Thank you, B, and many thanks to our special guest, Aretha Franklin. If you didn't hear it earlier, you simply must go back and listen. It was life-changing. The acoustics from the afterlife are surprisingly astounding. Beautiful. Molly, Maddie, before we get to our final game, how would you describe Aretha's singing earlier? It was good. It was like she held the notes long. I know. It was amazing. And Maddie, what about you? Even though it's not my type of music, I actually, pre- I actually liked it. It's, it's pretty good. What is the, your type of music? Uh, you'd be surprised. I really like military marching music. Like a John Philip Sousa fan? Uh, a Sousa stan? I don't know that one. Well, I'll, I'll sing you some John Philip Sousa music. I think I remember the lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't remember all the words, but that's, uh, I think you'd like it. Now, it's time for our final game, everybody, where we see how Aretha Franklin and Stan Lee, these two talented titans, tie together. Awesome alliteration, Elliot. Thank you, I think. It's time for Converge of Greatness. In this multiple choice game, B will read questions where our two historical figures overlap. Pick the best multiple choice option as your answer. Take it away, B. Molly, the name Muscle Shoals refers to A, a character Stan Lee created whose superpower was turning into a large school of strong fish. B, Aretha's favorite dish that was required to be in her dressing room after every show 
or C, the town known for its distinctive sound where Aretha recorded the song, I Never Loved a Man. I know this is wrong, but I'm just going with C. Uh, incorrect. It is not wrong. It is right. The answer is C. Yay! You were right with the answer and wrong about being wrong about the answer. Muscle Shoals is a town in Alabama where Aretha took a big risk in changing her sound, but it paid off with one of her biggest singles ever. Although, to be honest, Muscle Shoals also sounds like a great seafood dish. I would eat that. Next question B. Maddie. Both Aretha and Stan Lee had very early starts to their careers. Aretha was singing for her church as early as 10 years old. But how old was Stan Lee when he became an editor at Timely Comics? Is it A, 12 years old, B, 20 years old, or C, 18 years old? I'm gonna have to go with A. I'm so sorry, the answer is actually C. Stan Lee was just 18 years old when two of his coworkers quit and he was promoted to editor while still having to perform his gopher duties around the office. He went from delivering sandwiches to editing books and delivering sandwiches. Next question B. Molly, Stan Lee's stories took on real world issues like racism and pollution, usually by having heroes punch bad guys. Aretha also took on real-life issues in the lyrics of her songs, you know, but with more subtlety. Her song, Respect, is about a woman singing to her partner, but it could also be about A, women everywhere wanting equal rights, B, black people demanding equal respect in society, or C, using a coaster during meals to show respect for the furniture. I'm thinking B... You're right. We would have actually accepted either A or B. They're both uh, readings of respect that are totally valid. Though, I guess in some houses, C would also be appropriate. People get very finicky about their furniture. (laughs) Next question, B. Maddie, Aretha and Stan Lee both had cameos or small roles in hit movies. Which one of the following was not a role either of them played? A, a soul food cafe owner in the Blues Brothers, B, a mailman in Fantastic Four, or C, the voice of Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to say the voice of Groot. You're right. The answer is C. Groot was, of course, voiced by the famous actor Vincenzo Dizarelli. Aretha played the cafe owner in Blues Brothers, and Stanley had many, many, many roles in Marvel movies. Oh, wow. I wonder what his audition process was like. I don't think he had to audition for small roles in movies made by his own movie studio. <laughs> All right. Well, don't count on it, okay? Hollywood is an unforgiving business, babe. They always keep saying to me, don't take it personal, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but sometimes you got to take it personal, kiddo. Sometimes that's what it is. While we wait for Jane to tally the points, I'd love to hear from our contestants. Now, contestants, was there anything that you were surprised to learn about Aretha Stan or that particularly stuck with you that you thought was particularly cool or amazing? Molly, why don't we start with you? It was really cool when, like, she was really young and her dad was, like, really popular. And I, like, remember reading all the famous people, like, Duke Ellington could have been in her living room because her dad, like, sometimes had after-hour parties. It's very true. Yeah, her dad would would have parties at his house where visiting musicians and some of the most famous names in music at the time would come and spend time there. And it really inspired Aretha to 
make a career and a life in music. And she was so talented from such a young age. Isn't it amazing? Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, Maddie, is there something about either Aretha or Stanley that that struck you the same way where you were, like, surprised or amazed or terrified? Well, not terrified, but we thought it was neat. Um, I'm going to say about Aretha Franklin, everything. I didn't even know she existed before that book. I'm not even joking. Really? Yeah. Had you ever heard her music before, though, and then been like, oh, that's who that was? Nope, never heard. Well, I've got to tell you, I love military marching music, but you've got a lot of really cool music to listen to. I'm so glad that you were able to learn about her through researching for the show. Yeah. Jane, it's time for the big moment. Could you please announce our winner? I sure can, Elliot. And you may think this is bananas, but I'm going to tell you that Molly and Maddie were tied at four until Maddie went ahead and won with five points. Wow. So the final score is Maddie five, Molly four. Correct. Wow, great game from both of you. You should both be super proud. Uh, Maddie, congratulations on your win. You have 10 seconds for shout outs, thanks. Who would you like to thank for this victory? Go for it. I want to thank my librarian, Ms. Biza, because she recommended me the podcast. And I want to um, thank my brain for coming up with being infected by a radioactive um, monkey so I can learn the powers of liking bananas. Yes. Those are both great thanks. Uh, you clearly have a very wonderful and talented librarian yes. and a very wonderful and talented brain when it comes to radioactive animals. Uh, our winner, of course, and their library of choice will be receiving a set of Who Was books. And I'm going to give a shout out right now to our intern, Zach, to Jane, to Eric, to LaKendra Tooks for being our Aretha, and of course, to B. And a big thank you to both of our contestants who played a fantastic game today. And of course, thanks above all to you at home for listening to this. Join us next week. We're going to find out who the next two exciting historical figures are in the Who Was podcast. Until then, this is Elliot Muscle Shoals Kalen saying, we're history. Got a question for any of our famous figures? Send us a voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. It might just end up on the show. The Who Was Podcast is produced by Radio Point, iHeartMedia, and Penguin Workshop, based on the best-selling Who HQ series, published by Penguin. The Who Was Podcast is hosted by Elliot Kalin, with co-host Megan O'Neill as B, also starring Jane Baker as producer Jane, Eric Shackney as Eric, and LaKendra Tooks as Aretha Franklin. The executive producers are Richard Corson, Alex Bach, Elliot Kalin, Megan O'Neill, Daniel Powell, and Houston Snyder. The executive producer for Penguin Workshop is Francesco Sedita. The executive producer for iHeartMedia is Lindsay Hoffman. This episode was written by Megan O'Neill, Elliot Kalin, Zach Timson, and Jane Baker. This podcast was produced by Bernie Kaminsky. Our talent producer is Jane Baker. The theme song and music were composed and performed by Eric Shackney. Edited and mixed by Bree Matan. Recorded by Joanna Samuels. Special thanks to Zach Timpson, Charlotte DeAnda, Daniel Goodman, and Michael Lewis Howard. The Who Was podcast was recorded at the iHeart Studios in Los Angeles, California. Sound services were provided by Great City Post. It's the Who Was podcast because it's time to play the Who Was podcast.